And they're not mentally ready, not only for failure, but also for success. So, you know, I, I see a lot of people that they'll rank their products and then, you know, they're not ready for that success. And then they start selling all these products per day, but they didn't, you know, put their finances right. And then they're running out of stock because they don't have more money to buy products. You're listening to the Ecom Exits Podcast with your host, Nate Ginsberg. Learn the best tips and tactics to improve profits, cash flow, and maximize your e-commerce business value on the way to a successful exit. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome back, podcast listeners. I'm joined today by Isabella Hamilton, CEO of RankBell. Has been so fun actually chatting pre-recording. Has an amazing story, uh, also an amazing business. We also, I know, share a, a lot in common of mindfulness, personal development, growth, books, as well as, of course, selling more on Amazon. And so really excited to have her on and uh, dive more into her story and her business. So Isabella, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate this so much. Thank you, Nate. We've, I've been waiting for this moment for a while, you know, to see you on Facebook and got to know a little bit of your story. I actually read about your story with the bike and uh, I didn't mention that to you before, but I thought that was, that was very, very interesting and very uh, life-changing, I assume, for you. Uh, yeah. It was, I was scared. <laughs> it was scary. And yeah, for uh, the listeners that might not be familiar, I, I published on my uh, social media a week or something ago about I was biking and um, I, I biked up this mountain in Chiang Mai. It's like literally a mountain that takes, you know, an hour plus to bike up and uh, I get to the top and I, I turn around to go down and like as I you know like grab the brakes as it's you know it's a steep downhill for a long time and like my brakes are not working correctly and you know this is very uh stressful and, and you know so all of a sudden it's uh it's like do I jump off the freaking bike you know what do I do and fortunately uh, a friend of mine had like mentioned randomly a couple weeks before a trick that for any bikers out there, if you put your your shoe, like the sole of your shoe on the back wheel of your bike, you can use that to like slow down the wheels and slow down the bike, which fortunately I knew and remembered. So I was able to like slow the bike and get off and ended up, you know, being getting off okay. But but yeah, it was super scary, avoided serious injury. And uh, here we are today. So yeah, I know I was reading it and I could like picture myself. You never know like what kind of information our brain is going to retain. Probably in that moment when I told you, you were just like kind of like brushing it off. But then, you know, at the perfect time, it, it came through. Well, I'm glad you you remembered. Yeah, thank you. Me, me as well. And so, so yeah, maybe uh, first question, uh, have any near death experiences or, or closely avoiding uh, catastrophe? Yeah, I mean, I know you've been all over the world as well. You know, surviving communism in Romania or... <laughs> Living in Rwanda and uh, hearing bombs going off, but other than that, no, not nothing like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm you know maybe I'm gonna fall off a bike and break some bones versus a Rwandan war zone. Um, anyway, so I want to hear more about about your story. And so where I mean, I know you born in Romania. We can start there, or where do you like? Yeah, which which first of all, which lifetime are we talking about? This one or previous ones? <laughs> okay. I'm just... Oh man, I'll leave that. I'll leave that up to you where your story starts 
we'll come back to this lifetime. So yes, I was born in Romania and uh, I am very grateful actually that I was born there because um, I feel like it got me to the point where I am today. Even though when I was younger, I've always had this feeling of like, why me? Why am I the one that's born here and not, you know, privileged to be born in another country, you know, like United States, right? So I always thought about that when I was younger because I've I've always aspired for more and I didn't get that feeling that I could ever do that in Romania. So which is where this desire and like passion for this country started because I knew just from like my dad talking about it and you know hearing like on TV about this like a beautiful place it's America you know everything is easy and everything is is fun and you can create a life for your own so I, I started like dreaming really about living in this place and um, you know it eventually came true for me and I moved to US um, in 2003 I think or maybe 2002. But um, I still got to live in Romania, like during communism. And so I was able to catch that as well. And also moved here where life was a million times better. So again, you know, when I was there, I've always had this like feeling of like, I don't belong, like this is not for me. And I've always wanted to escape. But I'm so glad that I had that experience when I had, you know, because it built me to who to who I am today. So so that kind of started this fire and drive, which uh, have noticed seems to be quite, quite strong. So yeah, I mean, I know then, you know, living all over the world. And, and so how did you, you know, first get into the uh, the FBA space? I got introduced to it by myself, actually. But I, um, when I lived overseas, when I lived in uh, Africa and then um, in Burma, because um, Amazon was the only platform that was actually able to deliver goods to the U.S. embassy. So... Um, all the other stores like, you know, Macy's or Nordstrom or you name it, like they wouldn't be able to ship anything. So, you know, I started researching it. Why is Amazon like the only place that can do it? So I got to see like how it works a little bit. And then I started realizing that actually Amazon is not the one that's selling all the products. I mean, Amazon sells some products, but, you know, most all the other stores were, um, you know, sellers like ourselves. And, uh, you know, I didn't realize that. And I didn't really realize how a lot of people actually think the same how I used to, they all think Amazon is selling these products, they don't think of it as, oh, um, you know, my neighbor or my friend is selling on Amazon, they're thinking it's just this big corporation, that's who makes all the money. It was actually somebody was posting um, on Facebook the other day, which reminded me of this said something like, oh, make sure that this holiday season, you purchase you buy stuff from like, you know, small owner, stuff like this. And, you know, they're saying don't buy from Amazon because, you know, Amazon is so big, they already have all the money without realizing that on Amazon, there's people just like her having the store. So that was interesting. So when I saw that, you know, there's opportunities there, I started to learn a little bit more about Amazon, how it functions, how you can send products to a warehouse, how Amazon like packages for you. So I started like really at the bottom without doing anything. And then, uh, you know, I was just so excited about my discoveries that I started talking to friends like, oh my God, did you know that Amazon does this and this and this and I had a friend who was like willing to give it a try he's like oh well my dad has a factory they were making light bulbs and um, I think he's in Ukraine and he's like you know what I want to give it a try I want to I want to put my product on Amazon and we did like I helped him uh, put it on Amazon like created his listing I didn't know anything about listings or anything 
But, uh, you know, I just looked what everybody else was doing. And this was, um, Nate, this was like six years ago. So, you know, everything's so much easier then. He would just like put a product online and he would sell like hotcakes. So, um, you know, once he saw that, that it was like working, like the pictures were terrible. Listing was terrible. Uh, but it said what the product does, you know, like this, these are the light bulbs. These are the pictures. We have this, this many. And it just took off. I mean, they were, they were selling it like crazy, making really good money. So when that happens, he started recommending me to his friends. Again, I wasn't a professional. Like I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing, but whatever we did worked. So, you know, his friend recommended me to other friends. And next thing you know, I have all these people asking for my service to help them. And then you know, they started asking me if I can do like some quality control for them because, you know, they were all overseas. They were all in, in Europe. You know, they didn't have anybody in US to, to help them out. So we started doing that. I was helping them with a little bit of quality control on their products. So they would ship their products from China to US to our warehouse. Like I, I had a team, we would go look at the products, we'd check them out. And then, um, you know, we started, um, the, the ranking process. So the way we, it was, it was a long, long road to get to uh, the current business that I have right now. But uh, the way we started with the ranking, um, you know, once they listed their products, they asked me if I could have, you know, some people that I know if they could order the product. So this was still kind of, kind of part of the quality control because they wanted to see like how Amazon would deliver the product. Was it in the same shape, form, whatever? Was it still good? So in these buyers, they would give me the feedback. Okay. This is, out of 10 products, eight were broken or something. So when we started doing these orders, we realized that the ranking goes really high, really fast. And that is when like the ranking idea was born. So really it was all like trials. And sometimes even today, we still do trials. We still test, we still see what's going on. Does this work? This doesn't work. And um, yeah, the long story short, it's and um, it's been a, a fantastic journey. So, so yeah, I know this is very much the 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 condensed version. But you know, what does that timeline kind of look like from when you you know you said you first started helping your friend sell light bulbs, and so this was like twenty fourteen or fifteen or something, and. Yeah, approximately. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I guess when did you start really expanding and, you know, working with more businesses, you know, to also help them? Once I didn't even have a name for the business, like Rank Bell, the actual business name, like it was just created a few years ago. But when we first started, it was just me offering a service. Like there was not even any name, you know, I, I had my LLC, but I wasn't doing business as you know rang bell it was just like oh go to isabella she'll she'll help you out she'll help you out so it just expanded so much within a course of like a year that i actually had to like start hiring people because i was doing everything myself like i was the one talking to the sellers i was the one talking to the buyers i was uh, sometimes even testing products myself i would have them sent to my house you know had boxes of stuff everywhere so but really that First year, first two years is when, uh, you know, things really started picking up. And it was, again, because of word of mouth. And I realized that that's the best type of marketing. Like if you do a good job with your service, people will talk about it. Like sometimes, like there was no more time for me. There was no way I could pick up more clients unless I started hiring. So that's when I brought in 
then, um, you know, somebody that I knew through Amazon, this lady Heather, and she helped me for a long time, started getting more girls and more girls helping. And now we're a team of uh, nine girls total. And uh, we're, it just happens that we're all, we're all females, um, nothing against guys, but it just, the same thing with the hiring, same thing, somebody, they recommended somebody, they said, oh, this lady, and she would be really good at X, like, oh, I know this person who would be really good at this, and we kind of just formed our team, just like we formed a rank belt. Yeah, it's been it's been really good. Actually, I was, uh, I was trying to <laughs> hire a ranking specialist uh, the other day, and it's very hard finding somebody who wants to work. That's it's kind of crazy to me because, you know, with this pandemic and a lot of people losing their jobs, I thought it was going to be easier than ever. And, uh, you know, I had no hits, zero, nobody applied. So if you're listening to this and uh, the job is still uh, is still available, please, uh, yeah, contact me for sure. And so, yeah, we'll uh, want to chat more about the the, the team and, and, and that stuff, definitely. But but yeah, so like, I mean, one, I think you chose a good thing to focus on ranking. I mean, it's it's what everyone wants, right? It's like ranking, you know, that's obviously more sales and makes sense of like, if you can help people with ranking and more sales that they're going to want to work with you more, they're going to refer their friends. And so, so yeah, I think, uh, you know, however you fell into this business, got a good, you know, good, good positioning. I didn't think it was gonna, you know, become so big. Like even now, sometimes I'm like, holy cow, like we got so far with this business. Like we, we have a nice team. We have hundreds, hundreds of sellers that, you know, are recurring business all the time. And then they refer us to other new ones and then they come in. So we're, we're definitely uh, very blessed. But I think the best part of doing what I do is never in my life have I ever worked anywhere or have done anything where I get to satisfy two parties, right? I get to satisfy my sellers because they are getting, you know, super high rank and they're starting selling. But then I have on the other side, I have all the buyers because when you do ranking campaigns, what you're doing, you're giving away these products for free to people who maybe they don't even have the money to purchase like things for their kids for Christmas. You know what I mean? And I'm a big empath. So imagine like an empath, like running a business like this, because on one side, like all my clients are happy on on the other side, all my buyers are happy. Never in my life or anybody that I know that can say that they have such a satisfying career. You only satisfy one party. Like, I mean, you can be satisfied because you're making money. And then, you know, maybe, um, you know, your clients are happy with this and that, but very rare to have everybody being happy you know you're happy you get the money but on the other side whoever buys it is like oh even though this is good i spent some money so they're not always happy you know right so i'm very happy it's uh, amazing to get to uh yeah i guess both sides of it you're you're just helping and and adding value the the sellers they want to sell more and rank more and then the the buyers get a bunch of free cool stuff and so question about you know you've been in this you know ranking space for for a long time and so what like like, how has it changed, you know, and the stuff that you've been doing for clients from when you started to to now? Yeah, so, uh, you know, Amazon is like ever changing, always changing. And when we first started, you know, the algorithm wasn't as advanced as it is now. So you could do things then that you cannot do now. But of course, there's a lot more sellers now. And I can see why they're making a you know, everything a little harder because they're trying to, I don't know, in my opinion, kind of keep like the top of the top, like the cream of the, of the crop as uh, they say it. So when we first started it, it was 
very easy. You would put your product for sale, you would have, you know, five, 10 people buy and um, you would be ranked pretty high. And also everything was just like so much more relaxed. Like you could do giveaways with uh, coupon codes. You could literally do giveaways, reduce your price to like 99 cents and it would rank. Uh, you could give uh, people coupons to make it even zero dollars. You could do so many things. But of course, you know, every time people, uh, sellers try different things, Amazon came in and said, you're no longer allowed to do this. So they, they kept changing the rules. And what I've noticed is that a lot of sellers kind of fell off the wagon. They're like, you know what, this is getting too hard. This is getting too competitive. And a, a lot of them left the space, even, you know, people that were doing really, really well, they got scared. And, uh, they stop because you know Amazon is definitely scary it can be very scary when you do something that you're used to and the next day you're no longer able to do that point in case I don't know if you you probably remember this when um, Amazon was totally okay with people writing reviews as long as it said that uh, I received this product in exchange for my honest review right Amazon was totally cool with that so people were abusing that they were you you would see you know, products with like hundreds of reviews overnight. Totally fine. Amazon will accept every single review. You would literally give away like a hundred units, a hundred units, a hundred people would review. Everything was fine. And the reviews would get posted that second. It was like seller's heaven, right? And one day Amazon was like, you know what? This is not good anymore. This is not cool. So they deleted all those reviews and got the sellers in trouble. Because, you know, like if you already told somebody that they're okay to do this, how are you going to come back and punish them? You know, like, and that's why, you know, sometimes even though I love Amazon, and I'm very grateful for it. You know, sometimes I always wonder, it's like, it's like that wild animal, you take it in and you think like you raise it, but because it's a wild animal, it can always like bite you, you know, so I always like that with Amazon, like you never know, you can spend millions and millions of dollars in like PPC and warehouse fees and all this. And next thing you know, you may be suspended and they consider you nobody. I've seen it over, you know, just talking to people and going to conferences and the stories that you hear of how you know controlling Amazon is it's 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 quite scary now I feel like over over the years they have tightened up the rules a little bit so it's definitely again more competitive but I, I feel like again I think they're doing it to eliminate like almost like the weak links if that's even I don't, I don't it sounds mean to say it but um I think they're really going to only let those who are strong enough to survive really because um even like the other day, my friend, um, you know, she's been selling on Amazon for over 10 years. So, you know, her, even her limits decreased, which I think it's, uh, it's absolutely insane because uh, she's been a longtime seller. So, but what I'm noticing happens is, you know, even for somebody that's been selling for so long, the limits apply to her as well. And now she has to do all these FBM orders from, you know, her warehouse and her house sometimes, you know, it's showing me that really, Amazon is really testing the limits on everyone. It's like, okay, so even though you've been selling for 10 years, we want to test you. And again, these are like my ideas, okay? This is just in my head. <laughs> Nobody told me this probably but I feel like they really want to see like, okay, so this girl is selling like, I don't know how many hundreds of units. Imagine having to fulfill those yourself. She's going to do it because she's a fighter. But imagine somebody else who's not in US, who doesn't have the possibility to do this. What's going to happen to all these people? 
they're going to eventually quit Amazon. So when and I don't know what Amazon's plan is, like, are they going to are they trying to remove third party sellers? Are they trying to only let them do FBM to save on their storage and only use those storage for Amazon products? I don't know. You never know with Amazon, but whatever is going on, I feel like this year with COVID was the perfect testing ground for Amazon. It actually gave them the ability to test to really test what's going on with the sellers. After this, you know, those who make it are really going to make it. And they're the ones that you can actually say they're seven, eight, nine, nine figure sellers. And then, unfortunately, all the other ones may, may, may slowly fade away. And it's kind of sad to see because again, you know, I see sellers who, you know, are doing a few thousand a month and I see sellers who do a few million a month. And you know, it's, it's hard. It's heartbreaking to see that, you know, the, the, the little sellers, you know, can keep up with the, with that kind of pressure and, um, and work. I don't know what's going to happen. Do you have any, uh, <laughs> any predictions on that? I mean, I think that like, you know, like you said, it's going to be a, a consolidation towards, you know, quality and like the one, you know, the, the bigger, more experienced, more quality, you know, everything is, you know, I think just kind of going, going more in that direction. And so, yeah, so question about in, you know, 2020 turning into 2021, like, you know, how do you approach ranking? Like if you have a new client or someone that's interested, like what do you need to do now in order to have success from, from the ranking side? So what, one thing I would tell sellers is, um, you know, if you are just starting out, you're a brand new seller, or even you're, if you're a seasoned seller, but with a brand new product is, um, you know, first of all, sounds very simple, but don't list your product. Don't make it active until you are ready. Because what I see a lot happening is a lot of sellers will come on and, you know, they'll uh, make their listing active. They're very excited, and then they don't do anything. They're thinking... My product is so good, it's automatically going to sell because they have in their head that their product is the best. And, you know, it may as well be, but, um, you know, nobody knows this. So they'll, they'll put the product there and then wonder why there's no sales. And I see this even now in Facebook groups, like people asking, like, oh, my God, like I, I listed my product, like, why am I not getting any sales? Well, you're, you're not getting any sales because you're not ranked at all anywhere. So the first thing, you know, I would suggest uh, somebody doing is make sure they have enough budget for marketing. Like people tend to forget this, you know, they spend all their money on, you know, making the product perfect, which is amazing, by the way, it's it's really great, um, you know, doing the pictures the listing, and it's fine. But then, you know, they, they make the product live. And then they're just sitting there waiting for like some miracle to, to happen. Or, you know, they'll, they'll turn on PPC, um, some a little bit, some a lot. But then again, you know, when it comes to PPC, people are, you're competing with people who have sold that product for a while now. Like you're just the nobody coming in. Like if, if I were to pick between PPC and a ranking campaign, I would totally do a ranking campaign first. Of course, in the ideal world, I would do both. I would pay for PPC and I would do a ranking campaign. So make sure you have a budget uh, before starting anything. So if you, let's say, spend uh, five grand on creating this product and, you know, getting however many units you got, make sure you have at least 2,500 to another 5,000 for marketing, whether it's PPC, whether it's ranking, whatever you do, using influencers, however you want to go about this, make sure you don't just like list it and, and hope they it will sell no longer that no longer happens. Okay. Maybe five, six, seven years ago we did, but no, no longer that that's viable anymore. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm curious, like you mentioned having, you know, working now with, with hundreds of 
of sellers with with RankBell. And so I'm curious, like, what does working with RankBell actually entail and look like? I mean, there's so many pieces of the, you know, ranking and FBA puzzle, like what, you know, all right, so like, I'm a seller, I'm interested, I want your help. Yeah, kind of walk me through like what that what that looks like and what you guys actually do. Sure. Um, so, you know, a seller would come to us, usually they will come prepared with a ranking plan with this with a strategy. So usually sellers get that information from Helium 10. But you can also do this yourself, you don't have to necessarily use a tool. But it's it's the CPR tool, it's a good indication of how many units somebody would need. It's not an exact number, because I think even Helium with all the best tools and all, you know, all the money invested, it's very hard to come up with that exact number. But I do think Helium 10 is very, you know, it's, it's a good starting point. So they'll come to you and it's like, all right, I'm selling uh, light bulbs, continuing from before. And they're like, all right, this is the keyword that I want. And we need to do, you know, X giveaways, 10, 50, 100, whatever the, you know, using a tool like Helium 10. And so they come to you and it's like, all right, Isabella, I've got this product. This is where we want to rank. And we need X, I guess, then is it even what? Is it X, like, you know, reviews or X sales volume kind of out the door? Oh, no, no reviews. But uh, they will say, you know, we have uh, the light bulbs and per CPR, we need uh, 10 units a day for eight days for this keyword, eight units per day for eight days for this keyword and six units a day for this keyword. You can do as many keywords as you possibly want. You can do as many giveaways as you want. So once we have that information, then we are we reach out to our pool of buyers and we have um, you know a few thousand of these buyers who are ready at all times to order these products for us using search time by using you know this organic ranking tool let's say but it's you know it's really people searching it themselves. So everything that's done is done manually. And these people are absolutely trained and vetted. And, you know, I I emphasize this because a lot of sellers think, you know, I can just do it myself. I can just do uh, like a many chat. I can do a Facebook ad and it doesn't always work out with that. So yes, you will always be able to find people that want free products, but they're not vetted and they're not trained. So what does that mean in some cases is, you know, some of these people will buy your product and they will try to get reimbursed from you for the product. Let's say your product is $20 and then they will turn around and return it to Amazon and then Amazon will give them the feedback. So now they're trying to get the money from you and Amazon. And this wouldn't be a problem if it happens you know, once or twice and it's not about the money being lost. But every time you do this, you're notifying Amazon that your product is not good because why do people return products to Amazon? Usually if they're defective or uh, something's wrong with them. So you want to make sure that those who order your products are fully vetted by, you know, by you or your team, somebody that you trust. Like I would actually even recommend you use friends and family and friends of friends than actually using random people from, uh, you know, from a many chat flow. And so, so that's like in advance, advantage of working with you and why clients I'm sure like like your services because you have reliable trained buyers that do the organic search find buy so they know what they're doing they know how to go through the proper protocol as opposed to you know doing what using some some other giveaway platform where you have less 
trust in in the buyers or you're just you know doing a launch you build a list and use many chat but you don't know these people and what they do and so so yeah i guess that's that's an advantage so all the time that you you know you spend looking for these buyers because some of these um giveaways you know if the product is very competitive it's not just like five or ten units a day there's days when we do hundreds of of units per day so try to find yourself you know 300 people a day to order this product correctly so you know, it's not, you know, if you just have a product, you need two, three units a day, maybe you can find like your friends or friends of friends and friends. But uh, again, even then you may run into issues where, you know, somebody's like kind of a scammer. So, you know, or uh, they'll forget to order or you, you can't really count on people like this. This is why I came up with a system of, um, you know, like referrals to referrals, like even the buyers that we have, they are referred by other buyers. And again, I told you my whole, my everything I do, whether it's sellers, whether it's my employees, whether it's buyers, we work on the same system of referral. And we found out that when that happens, people are accountable to people. So you give them a chance to like be a scammer, some will take that chance, you know? And, you know, it doesn't the bad people is just we don't know everybody keeps accountable I, I like that and so so yeah so you, you mentioned you know different products needing different you know obviously different types of promotion and what do your packages look like do people come to you for a one-off is it like all right i've got this one product and i need this or i think i heard you mention it's it's also people have it like a like a subscription where all right i'm launching x products and I need help for all of them. And, and yeah, so like, what, what is that? Uh, I guess, how, how do people actually work? We had a subscription a while back and it didn't work that well. We realized that, you know, the type of work that we do, people come in and out and we can really make anybody like commit for months and months at a time. And even though it would have worked great for, for the side of business that we run, you know, you would have more, um, you, you could project like your earnings and your profits for the year when you have something stable like this, Whereas now, like, we don't know anything, like, how many orders we'll have. I mean, you can kind of look and see, okay, for the past six months, I had this many thousands of orders, but there's no way to, like, zero it in because, you know, there are sellers that, you know, maybe I worked with a few years ago and maybe they sold their store or maybe, you know, they stopped doing it, but now they want to come back. So we always have, like, things like this happening. So um, right now, what we just do, we just uh, charge per order. So you'll come in, you'll tell us, you know, we have 100 giveaways, we'll tell you the price, this is exactly how much it costs. And it's, it's, it's set, it's a set fee, it's $15 per unit for regular products. But for supplements, it's a lot more expensive, it's 25 per unit. And you know, for supplements is, um, it's very hard to find buyers. So, you know, when it comes to free products, and you know, people getting these three products, you run into the issue of this people wanting actually good stuff. And not that supplements are not good stuff, but it will always pick like a ring light or headphones over a Unless somebody's actually on keto, but it's like how niche when it comes to like are looking for. So so it's it's uh, a set fee based off of how many giveaways. So if it's a normal product, it's fifteen. If it's a supplement, twenty five. So let's say I've got my my light bulb and I want you know ten a day for ten days, so hundred units. So that would just be a flat fee. Pay you guys fifteen hundred dollars, and then. 
plus the product cost, which reimbursed to the buyer. Right. So, so then they go and they buy, I mean, it's uh, right. Then they'll buy, they'll buy the product full price and then the customer will, will reimburse for, for the, the, the cost of the purchase. Correct. And then is it like, like how just timeline, like, all right, like, all right, I've got my light bulb. I want to launch it, you know, 10 a day. And then I, I call you and then it's like, all right, great. You know, start tomorrow or like what, you know, I guess, what does the, the timeline look like? We have a we have a big team. Even though we have a lot of sellers, we're able to uh, to do this pretty quickly. So one of the things I would say that makes Rank Bell the best service when it comes to ranking is, uh, I would say our top top is definitely our customer service. So when you come to us, like we will make sure you know everything that we do. All the steps are laid out. You know exactly when we do things. If if somehow you know you decide in three days time that you no longer want to rank for that keyword or you want to add more units, you can reach us out and dynamic. Yes, and we'll always be there. What we'll, that's what our mission is. Like we want to make sure that every single seller that comes our way is understood and feels like we are there with them the whole time. Because a lot of time, uh, myself included, like I, I work with businesses and you know, like I'll email them and I don't hear back in like five days. And then you know, time is of of the essence for for at least for especially for us entrepreneurs. So I never wanted us to ever be those people. You know, if you come right now, we'll answer to you right away. If anything changes, we'll tell you right away. We want that kind of relationship as like like a friendship all our sellers are our friends i'm a person too trust me i shop around too and i know other cheaper things but like you know i prefer to drive a g-wagon instead of like something else because i know its value so it, it's the same I feel like a lot of a lot of sellers get to learn this lesson on their own and i never tell them like oh my god don't go try that service or don't go try that service uh, they usually do it themselves and then they'll come back and they'll realize like the what actually luxury means you know and that's how we want we want our sellers to feel they're in the best hands possible. And we don't want them shaking at night thinking, holy cow, what's happening with my product? Like, am I going to get suspended? They never have to worry because of you know the level that we work with. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I love the, the first and foremost, the commitment to quality. And, and yeah, I mean, I think like, I, I know also I'd rather pay more to have it done right and not have to freaking the cheaper options often end up being more expensive because it doesn't work. And then you got to this and that, but, but yeah, so, so I know, I mean, you've got a uh, quite a large operation. You mentioned, you know, managing hundreds of giveaways a day and this. And so, so I'm curious from, uh, you know, on your business, like operationally, like what are some of the challenges that you have running, running this business? So I say the biggest one is uh, definitely the buyers. You know, it's a very, it's, it's hard finding, uh, people that you can trust with something so sensitive. So, you know, for, for some people, they, they don't see it this way. But for me, it's very important that when, when a client comes to me and they say, you know, the keyword is light bulbs for dining room, that my buyers search for exactly that term and not just light bulbs or not just like light bulbs for kitchen, just giving an example. Like I need them to to be very, very, very specific because it's very important that they actually use the right keyword. So when it comes to that, again, even though it's such a simple process, you would be so surprised to see how many people choose the easy way. So, you know, they 
a, um, you know, search for like, you know, the brand name, or they would click on sponsored ad or something. And you know, when that happens enough, like your ranking doesn't go as planned. So that's what I said, you know, one of the issues in this business is it's actually being able to find buyers that you can trust to do the right thing, because tell you one thing and they do another thing. And, uh, and we tell them why this is important. We don't just say, Hey, if you don't do this, you're a bad person, and you're gonna get kicked out. Like we tell them, Hey, you know, when you search for this keyword, you're actually helping this seller for so and so reason. If you don't, then you're hurting it. So whereas I think most people, you know, they don't know how to work with people. They don't know how to how to explain something. They're just everybody's just so busy being busy and doing their own thing that they overlook these tiny but very very important steps. Yeah. How do you actually like manage an interface with all of these sellers? Do you have some? I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're or, or with with all these buyers, I mean, if you're doing hundreds of giveaways, I mean, I imagine it's. A lot of yeah, just to, to 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 deal with. So, like, how do you actually manage? Yeah. So, um, as I said, you know, we have a pretty pretty good sized team. You know, it's uh, nine girls, and everybody they have their own um, duties that they have to do. So, I have a few girls that are only doing like the recruiting side, where they train the buyers, they teach them the processes, and then um, I have the other team who is. Um, you know, the, op- the operations, it's all about, uh, you know, talking to the client, making sure uh, we get the right information from the sellers. And then so everybody's doing like their own separate things, even though it's all collectively together. But um, it's all it's all manually and it's all, you know, face to face, you know, it's all online, like we get to talk to these people, it's not just, you know, a website where people don't have real interaction. And again, I think this is what really makes us better is because we actually have real conversations with these people. You know, it's not just an email sent with some instructions. These are people talking to people. And even though it's a lot and, you know, it's not necessarily you know, scalable to like, let's say rebate key status. Um, but it's, um, you know, to, to be where we are right now with the, the sellers that we, we serve, um, we're doing, we're doing pretty good. I mean, if, in the future, if we were to scale to like, you know, nine figures or something, then definitely, you know, some operation we're doing now, I think it, it works and comfortable at this level. We were peace, we're in peace knowing that we can serve our sellers the way we sure. And so what is the kind of the, the vision for the future for your business? I mean, I know you've been doing it for a while and, and things are going really well, but like one, two, three years forward, uh, what what does Rank Bell uh, look like? So I think right now, um, we're going to just try to scale just a little bit, just to push the limit a little bit and just to see where we can take this because we've been doing it manually for so long. And I'm trying to play with idea like what if we were to implement some type of systems, like would we be able to keep the same quality of our service if we do something a little bit more automated? But again, you know, I never want to make our quality lower just to scale because we're, we're doing pretty well right now. And I'm, I'm happy where we are, but you know, this is the entrepreneur, you know, energy. Like we always want to do more. We want to try to try more. So 
this is where I'm going with Rank Bell. Um, but of course, you know, I have I have other side side projects that uh, that I'm doing. But you know, for Rank Bell, it's it's like my baby. You know, I I did it myself. Like it was just me, and over time, it grew to this beautiful you know company. Um, so I'm gonna you know try to scale a little bit, and who knows, maybe maybe sell in the future or or not. Right now, I'm just kind of riding it out. And again, we're so thankful that even during COVID, we were able to to do really well. Um, you know, to be honest, we didn't do as well as last year, but still so very thankful of even the offer that we were given, you know, with all the limits and everything that happened and, you know, people getting laid off uh, from Amazon. So despite of all that, we, we still did uh, pretty well. So next year, you know, we're just going to rebuild again and become a little stronger and be prepared for anything that's out there. Great. And, uh, and so, so yeah, I know you, you work with so many sellers and, and I'm sure see a lot of success as well as some people that, you know, maybe don't achieve the success that they are, are going for. And so, so the question is like, what are some of the mistakes, you know, for the people that don't end up, yeah, achieving the outcome or the ranking or whatever that they, that they want, you know, what, what are the, mis- like the, yeah, mistakes that you're seeing people make? Yeah. So I think one is, um, you know, they're not mentally ready and they're not mentally ready not only for failure, but also for success. So, you know, I, I see a lot of people that, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll rank their products and then, you know, they're not ready for that success. And then they start selling all these products per day, but they, they didn't, you know, put their finances right. And then they're running out of stock because they don't have more money to, to buy products to buy their inventory. And so a lot of people run into this problem. You'll be surprised more than like the other people who are quitting because they're not ready for success. They're always there. Those people are ready for failure. Like, oh, you know, if I, if I, if it doesn't sell and this is what's going to happen, but then, you know, they start ranking. And then if the product is really good, next thing you know, they have 50, hundred sales a day, and then they don't have the money for inventory. And then they just lost all this ranking juice. So I see that being a problem. I see people being mentally weak when it comes to just Amazon changing rules, you know, and a lot of people not taking responsibility for their actions. So a lot of them just say, oh, it's Amazon's fault. Amazon, you know, send me this letter. Amazon suspend me. Amazon did this. Amazon did this. And, you know, that's not a winning attitude. You know, a winning attitude would be like, okay, let me see which part of this was my fault. Or even if it wasn't, it happened. What can I do to move on? So whereas a lot of people will just quit and say, you know what, this is not for me. Amazon is stupid. Amazon, you know, I blame Amazon. I hate it so much. So they're not giving themselves even a chance to 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 be successful. So, you know, there's different mistakes people people make and it depends on like their personality and the innate the ones that are always successful are the ones with with that personality, that positive personality of like, you know what, this happened, but it is what it is. It's okay. We're moving on. How how can I fix it? And you know, a lot of these people see their issues and problems as stepping stones towards success. So if you know, something happened to them, they're like, okay, you know what? Okay, let me see what I can learn from this. And let's see how we can achieve the next step and the next step. And even if you know, they get suspended or something, there's always something you can do unless you did something really, really bad. And then you're bad. But even then there's things you can do. So whereas you know, a lot of people at the smallest little scare, they're just giving up and they're selling their account and said, you know, and then they're blaming Oh, the guy who taught me didn't teach me right course that I bought was was terrible. Oh, that guy was just like an internet guru. And he sold me this course and it's his fault. So, you know, 
we need to take responsibility for the things we do. Not, I, it, it would help us so much because once you say, okay, it's my fault, then you can take your power back and be like, okay, I understand. I learned from my mistake. Let me see where I can take this. Let me see what I can do next to get out of this hole. So, you know, I this has been my experience with Amazon sellers. But again, it's not just Amazon sellers. It's it's all of us humans. You know, we all do this. We tend to, you know, blame other people or blame situations or like blame anybody and everybody but ourselves and you know once when we take responsibility for the things we do then we come out successful in the end yeah i think that's a great a great and uh and, and powerful message that uh i mean it's it's important in, in everything but you know taking responsibility ownership um yeah actually uh wrote a post recently about uh, this idea of radical ownership and and i know how it's impacted me and and you know when you yeah when you just take responsibility for everything that happens good or bad even if things aren't your fault it still is is yeah it's it's powerful and and i mean yeah, I think that's the the right way to uh, just kind of go about life. And so, so yeah, man, Isabella, I know we can go on and on uh, chatting, and maybe we'll, we'll have to do this again. But uh, but yeah, any last words of advice, words of wisdom for any of the sellers out there about ranking, about life, about uh, yeah, uh, anything. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, it's just what one thing I want to say. You know, we were all at one point beginners. We all started from somewhere. Nobody was born an expert in anything. I wasn't born a ranking expert and I still don't consider myself a ranking expert. It's just, I have a little bit more experience. That's it. And everybody can have this experience. So um, it's just such a big goal to aspire to because a lot of sellers, you know, they come in and they'll, you know, they'll sell 10 units in a month and then they'll look at somebody selling a thousand a day of course they're going to feel like they will never be able to make it there so um, my word of advice is just you know keep you know every single day just one step further one step further and you will eventually get to that point if you don't quit you know because there's going to be so many obstacles coming your way not only from amazon but maybe your family your friends maybe they're going to hate you because you're not going to have time to spend with them there's always going to to be problems um but as long as you know that this is what you want and this is what you aspire to you can you can always get there so you know just don't give up and i know it's you know something that's overused these days but really it's, it's just as simple as that and you know if you ever have questions reach out to people like like me and Nate and everybody else that you see because again we were once where you are and it's totally okay because if you don't if you don't start at all then how are you ever going to get to where you want to go so um yeah and I I think 2021 is going to be so much better for everyone and even this year you know with everything that we have um we still have to be very grateful and and, um, you know, just realize that, you know, we're still alive and we still have, you know, food on our table and always remember to be grateful for really everything that you have. And if you stay in that place of gratefulness, a lot of good things will, will come your way. And this has been my experience throughout my life. And, um, you know, if it works for me, I think it, it can work really for everyone. Uh, well, uh, totally agree. And, and an amazing, yeah, I think way to way to wrap things up about, yeah, grateful and gratitude for, for everything. It's been so fun. Thank you for, for yeah, sharing a lot of uh, really amazing insights into, into ranking and just like the process that you use that's, that's been working. And, and yeah, I know a lot of sellers will, will be able to 
benefit from this. And so, so yeah, uh, last but not least, where can any of the listeners find out more about you, more about Rank Bell um, and get in contact? Sure. So you can find me on Facebook, Isabella Hamilton. And uh, on Instagram, I think I'm Bella.Iza.Bella. And this is just one L. And uh, you can find me on RankBell.com. So yeah, pretty easy. Yeah, we'll have all that in the show notes. And uh, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you, Nate. And thank you to everyone listening. This has been the Ecom Exits podcast with Nate Ginsberg. If you're enjoying the Ecom Exits podcast, show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. This will help other smart entrepreneurs find us. We appreciate your support. We have a new episode every week on the Ecom Exits podcast. So, catch you next time.